Man, I was procrastinating the fuck out of making this podcast this week, man. Not even on the I ain't want to make it shit. I was just procrastinating, and I don't know why. Actually, I do know why. I got blocked on Facebook for three days, and I felt like I was getting... Feel like I was being silenced or some shit. And I took it personally. I took it personally. See, usually I record my podcast on Saturday nights, Sunday mornings, whatever. I probably say that shit way too much. But that's usually when I record it. Somehow, some way, <clears throat> I posted some shit on Saturday night that got me blocked. For three days. It wasn't even nothing crazy. It wasn't nothing that typically would go against rules. It wasn't it it was it was something that you could look at and be like, okay, it could be this or it could be that. It was like a you know it was what it was. I'll tell y'all what, what, what the picture was. But like I said, wasn't nothing crazy to where I thought I would get blocked for three days. Now, mind you, Saturday night was a, a playoff day for football, NFL. So I watched a couple games that day. But I didn't really care about the Saturday games. Sunday was the Steelers game. You know what I'm saying? Stillers play Sunday. I couldn't get on Facebook and troll my guys, my fam, my whatever, my homies, all my Stiller fan folk, because I was blocked on Saturday night for posting this picture. They had nothing to do with football or anything. It just was just some random post shit. You know what I'm saying? I was so damn heated. It killed my vibe. It put a halt on everything. Sunday come around. I'm blocked. I can't post. It's playoff time. I need, you know what I'm saying? Playoff time, I bring a different a troll, you know, different animal to the game. I don't just, I don't just... You know, do a do a lazy little post or say this. I go in on play, during playoff time. I go in. I pull out the dogs. You know what I'm saying? And I couldn't do that. I couldn't do it because I was blocked. So I, I did create a little temporary page for three days, but that didn't fix my hunger, my troll, the the, the inner beast I needed to feed on Sunday. And then the craziest part about it all was the Steelers. And, oh my goodness. I think in 50, 50 games, Browns against the Steelers, 50 games in Pittsburgh. At that time, the Browns had only won six of 50. They were six. In 44 in Pittsburgh.
Berg. And I think all time. Let that sink in. They only won six games out of 50 games. Not including Sunday's game. The odds were really against the Browns to lose. The Steelers to win. History repeats itself. History tells all. History tells us that Big Ben owns the Cleveland Browns. Right? History tells us that there's no way in hell the Cleveland Browns are going to come into Pittsburgh two weeks in a row and beat the Steelers. I know this is supposed to be a relationship show. I know I haven't said anything about relationships, but we will get there in one moment if you just be patient with me. And still your trust in me that I'm going to lead you to the promised land. Anyways, (laughs) 50 games. So 51. Actually, they and that's six wins, you know, because last week prior to they did beat them because the Steelers rested their starters. I had to say that. Um, Anyways, Sunday, the 51st meeting all time in Pittsburgh. Playoff time. Browns ain't won no playoff game in 20 years, if I'm not mistaken, over 20 years. The last time they won a playoff game, if I'm not mistaken, it was when uh, the Cleveland Browns, it was before the Cleveland Browns ultimately left Cleveland and went to Baltimore and became the Baltimore Colts. Is that right? No, Baltimore Ravens, yes. Because there was already Baltimore Colts. Um, Was there? Hold on. I think Baltimore Colts left to Indianapolis, and then the Cleveland Browns left and then went to Baltimore. And then somehow they created the Cleveland Browns again later on. That's what happened. So the Cleveland Browns weren't always the Cleveland Browns, but I think that's exactly how it was. So technically, the last... Cleveland Browns playoff game. Oh, and Belichick was the head coach at the time. That's how long ago this was. Bill Belichick, the Patriots head coach, used to be the coach for the Cleveland Browns, if you didn't know that. You're probably like, this dude, I'm not on this podcast. We listen to goddamn sports. Trust me, we're going to get to the relationship shit. Trust me. I just have to get this off my chest. So... Block for three days. You can just imagine how I feel. I'm a professional troll. I don't get paid for it. But I'm a professional troll. I will troll. Troll, troll. There's dudes on my page like, damn, bro, you still talking about? Yes, I'm still talking about those dollars. Listen, you have to understand the origin of where this even comes from, right? The whole origin of... The stiller hate. You know, you could call me a hater. I don't care. At the end of the day, I'm a Cowboys fan. Dallas Cowboys fan. I bleed blue and silver. At the end of the day, I'm a Cowboys fan. And I'm surrounded by stiller fans. People who love the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right? I got family. Die-hard Cowboys fans. When I'm with my fam, it's all love. We, we on the same wavelength. But I also got family who's diehard Steelers fans, 
right? Some of my family, you know, I got to catch a plane to go see them. You know what I'm saying? I ain't seen them in years. Because, you know, reunions and uh, just get together, stuff like that ain't popped off lately. Uh, it's been a couple years, but we have been around. Had a couple reunions. The last one was what? 2000. We had one in 2017, and then we had one in 2019. We usually do them like every two years, every two, three years, whatever. We pick a different city where, depending on who lives where, you know, and I got a huge family, so a lot of them spread out, Jersey, Maryland, um, you know, most of them still in Texas, but, you know, Kentucky, different places like that. The family just didn't spread out. You know, my mom's one of 13. You know what I'm saying? Ten girls, including my mom. That's 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 a lot of women, a lot of cousins, a lot of aunties, you know what I'm saying? Uncles, got uncle out Cali, you know what I'm saying? We supposed to have a reunion out Cali. Anyways, point being. That's dope. That's dope. Um, that's dope. But anyways, point being, as a Dallas Cowboy fan, that hard. I'll throw this out there. My dad loves it still as my dad, my brother. You know, everybody picked their side. Everybody picked their poison. So, I, you know, cousins on my dad's side, you know, the whole Pittsburgh fan, they love the Steelers. So, I'm around Steeler fans all the time. Don't get it confused. I'm around them. But um, history is that the Steelers and Cowboys do not like each other. Fans do not like each other for good reasons. I remember some short each other low-key argue with me that the Steelers and Cowboys are not a rivalry. And I really blocked her ass. This was like three, two, three years ago. I say, I want to say three years ago. I blocked her ass. I'm like, the Steelers and Cowboys is as big of a rivalry as the Steelers and Ravens. Trust me. Trust me. When them two play each other, there's no love. There's no love. Trust me at all. It's a rivalry. It stems from, I think, two or three Super Bowls. I think they played three Super Bowls. Um, I was alive for the one that happened in 96. We actually was down Lubbock, Texas. My granddad was, you know, sick. He, he ended up passing away that year. Uh, it's, my, it's my mom's dad, you know what I'm saying? Granddad ended up passing away. We we was down there, you know what I'm saying? My pops was down there. Um, it was it was the Stiller fam. You know, a couple of my aunties was married to Pittsburgh dudes, and and, uh, you know, hella Pittsburgh cousins, hella Texas cousins, you know, the whole shebang. 90, 96, we all down Texas because we was down there because my granddad was sick and he was, you know, he ended up passing away. But um, just think about it. You're in a crib, right? You're in an atmosphere. You got all these Pittsburgh people. You got all these Texas people. And I remember my dad telling me, he's like, he's like, we down, you know, I remember him t- years later, you know, we talked about years later, but I was a little older and understood. You know, he was like, uh, <laughs> we we supposed to be down there because, uh, you know, grieving. And everybody talking about, you know, turn the Super Bowl on. You know, they they just, they wanted to watch Super Bowl. Of course, you know, people grieved and, uh, you know, the funeral, all that stuff occurred, all that stuff happened. But, you know, in the meantime, <clears throat> the Super Bowl happened to be on. So for that period of time, you know, we was over at my auntie's house. I still remember my auntie, my Aunt Linda's crib, too. It was dope. The backyard, um, the backyard had like one of them old, it, it was a one level 
crib. You know, down Texas, a lot of one-level cribs. There's really not basements like there are in Pittsburgh. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if anybody's been down Texas. But it's not basements and stuff. So there is one level. You know, you might have a, a upper level, right? Second floor, but there's not like a basement. So the back had like a sliding screen, glass door, whatever. And back there was like a little small field. And it went down into like a little pond. And I remember the um, those little geese. There was a lot of them. You know, we would go out there and play with them during the day. Um, I was a young ass kid, a young kid at this time, 96. I was young. I wasn't <clears throat> three, four, five. I was, I was five. Yeah, I was five in 96. But uh, yeah, I remember we went to the movies when we was down there. Um, um, when we came back, we came, you know what I'm saying, came to Pittsburgh afterwards. And uh, I mean, that memory, the memories was dope. Anyways, back to it. The damn Cowboys and Steelers do not like each other. There's rivalries behind this. It's based on Super Bowls, though. It's based on Super Bowls. It's based on Neil O'Donnell. It's based on Troy Aikman. Neil O'Donnell, you know, a lot of Steeler fans will say that um that he blew the game. He threw an interception at the end of the game that gave the Dallas Cowboys the win. And, and Dallas Cowboys, we're going to tell you like this. We had Troy Aikman. We had Emmitt Smith, the leading rusher in the NFL, all-time history. We had uh, Michael Irvin. We had Deion Sanders. Uh, we was going to win that game. I don't care what y'all say. We was going to win that game. Y'all made it to the Super Bowl. Cool, real cute, real cool. But y'all wasn't beating the Dallas Cowboys that year. We was a dynasty. We won three Super Bowls in the 90s. It just wasn't happening. But, uh... You know, it just is what it is. Um, that's just really where it comes from, the hatred. Um, we're not supposed to get along. We're not supposed to be this and that. There's super there's Super Bowl ring there's Super Bowls that the Steelers got on a um in a trophy case that should be ours. You know, we got five, y'all got six, cool, cute. But but you know. And then looking at it from y'all perspective, y'all could say that y'all should have seven or you know what I'm saying, more than what y'all got. But you know. Is what it is. But just know, if you didn't know that the Steelers and Cowboys have a rivalry, it's a rivalry there, man. That's a rivalry. You know what I'm saying? I remember when the Steelers and Cowboys played this year. That was a big game. If and, and if you look at it and if you understand that game, you would understand that we only had um had two wins at that time. We only won two two games at the time. We was like it was week nine or week ten or something. We was like one and nine or two and and two and nine or something, two and eight or something. I think we was two and eight, and the Steelers was undefeated. But the game was a close game. It's not because you know we had a good team. We just you know just getting used to different things, and we 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 suck. Plus our quarterback got injured, so we had our fourth string quarterback out there. But realistically. I'm looking at it like, yo, rivalry games are always played close. No matter how weak or how what, what the record of the either team is, rivalry games are played close. Like there's, it's a rivalry. Everybody's gonna give it their best. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at it, you're like, damn, this two and eighteen really was was putting you know beating the brakes off the Steelers and shit. We was up like nineteen nothing and shit before the Steelers start making a comeback. That's because that's a rivalry, dog. Them, them niggas don't like each other. That's that's some hatred right there. Niggas is balling out for pride right there. It's not just a normal Sunday game. You know what I'm saying? 
Anyways, we're going to move off that, man. I was blocked for three days, long story short. Couldn't troll, couldn't do nothing. I felt like I was in jail. Facebook jail I was. Felt like I was in jail. I don't like that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I just really just was just like, you know, chilling on the back end. Um, But I'm done. I'm free. I got free like this morning or whatever. I'm good. I'm gravy. I'm back in good spirits. So, yeah, made the podcast. Um. I'm not even sure this is going to be a whole hour long. I'm going to keep this one short and brief. I'm going to try to. I always say that, but end up still doing an hour. Um, shit, let's get to it. Have y'all heard the Weekends fucking album, After Hours? Oh, my gosh. That joint crazy. That joint hard. That's, that joint, that joint, that joint is, that joint crazy. That joint crazy. Like, that joint crazy. I listened to it, right? Started listening to it like last week. I did not know that that album was even a thing or the whole video concepts and stuff was even a thing. He got like four videos, four or five videos of like a storyline, you know what I'm saying? Starting with After Hours and it's like a storyline for his album. It's crazy. It's it's an experience. Me, my bro, my sister-in-law watched it. The other day, but I've been listening to the album recently. Um, like I said, the last week, man, that album's amazing. Like, yeah, but I always love the weekend. I, I, I was listening to other stuff, right? Um, I was listening to other stuff. I had, um, I had the other weekend, uh, call out my name, try me, wasted time. You know, I was listening to that, uh, to that weekend, and 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 uh. You know, it was just beautiful. It was just amazing. I love the weekend. I love his music. I love his his vibes he give off. I could just listen to him on a road trip, you know, or, or whatever, and just just you know get where I'm going peacefully. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know that this album exists, and I was kind of mad because I was listening to Blinding Lights, but it never occurred to me that that's a part of an album. I don't have I didn't have Apple Music or Spotify, so I was doing like using you know those little apps that let you listen to YouTube. While you close the app, you know, because I'm just not paying Apple for music. When I pay you for a phone, I don't believe in it. That's just not something I'm going to do. People do it, but I don't believe in it. So that's not something that I would do. Um, <clears throat> however, <clears throat> I might create another fake email so I could get it for a couple months. Allegedly. Maybe. Allegedly, I'll do that. <laughs> that way they can't sue me. But um, anyways, I don't even know if they can. I'm creating an email, opening an account for you, making you richer. <laughs> Apple, you money-hungry. Money-hungry company, I tell you. Money-hungry. All the money in the world, and all they want is still more, 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 more money. Just just greedy, just a greedy-ass company. Greedy-ass company. But um, it's just an amazing album. I can't even say my favorite song is this or that because I really, I really love them all. Um, shoot, I should play. I should play some. I'm gonna play some of them songs right now. Actually, let me play some of them songs right now. I ain't getting paid for this podcast, so you know, it ain't like, uh, ain't like I'm copywriting and I ain't getting paid for this, for this joint. Let me see. Let me see. Deluxe. Okay. No, 
I really hate ads with a passion. But uh, let's see. I'll just play it in the background a little bit of it. You ain't gonna really hear like the bass or nothing. I'm just playing off my computer. But um, yeah, if you ever want to put the, the the album on, you know, definitely do that. It's a great album. It's amazing. So alone again is a beautiful song. Too late, beautiful heart, hardest to love, scared to live, snow child. All that is amazing. That's literally just the first five songs. Uh, Blinding Lights is a beautiful song. In Your Eyes is beautiful. Save Your Tears. Oh, my goodness. I just It's just amazing. Um, the videos he did, the whole concept, all that stuff is beautiful. Um, so let's, let's check some relationship stuff out. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about relationships. Um, the New Year is weird. People, people tend to do weird things when when times change right um i'm guilty of it and i know others are too so with that being said i had a best friend pretty much for the most part of last year like literally almost the whole last year had a best friend we was cool we was gucci we was gravy you know what i'm saying but uh Come the new year, me and Shorty ain't talking no more. I ain't talked to Shorty since last year, literally, probably December 30th, or if not the 31st. Probably the 31st. I ain't talked to Shorty in, um, in, in you know, since, since, since 2020. People cut people off, but you know what? I ain't mad because I don't know the fuck she's going through. Don't know, don't care. All right. And I say that with a grain of sand, because I kind of do know, but I don't know, because we never actually formally talked, we just spoke on a few things, but uh, we 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 kind of was, you know, creating a distance between each other anyways, which I don't give a fuck, because if you're going to be around, be around, if you're not, kick rocks, because I'm the last nigga that, be, that would be putting my best foot forward to be someone's friend if you don't want to be my friend be there for me be around or whatever the case may be you know what i'm saying you don't check up on me cool i check up on you no response cool it is what it is whatever you got going on whatever nigga out here breaking your heart that's cool but i notice people tend to misplace their emotion and they will they will take someone else's anger out the, the, the anger that somebody else gave them they'll take that out on you and i don't play that shit you know what i'm saying i'm i'm the type that if i didn't make you mad you better not give me that anger or attitude you give that all to the other person they earned it they deserved it only give me what i earned you know what i'm saying same thing with work. Don't pay me for some work somebody else did. You pay me for what I did. Pay me for what I earned. You know what I'm saying? That's how I get down. But, um, I mean, shit is what it is. Women come and go. Uh, you know, Shorty popped up. She was cool. She was around for a period of time and whatnot. And, uh, you know, wish her well. It is what it is. Won't talk. Um, like I said, I did this before. I, I've cut people off in the new year for no reason. There's still a little shorty I be thinking about that I that I uh she got mad as hell at my little Facebook post. I said some shit like uh I said, yeah, man, you know, New Year, cutting all the shorties, you know what I'm saying, starting fresh. 
Shorty was mad. You know what I'm I said, I wasn't talking about you. I wasn't, though. Keep it 100. I was just posting a bullshit-ass status and just, you know, playing around. But she took offense to it. And I can't be mad because, you know, um, I do also live by. If you, if you can't handle someone's reaction to something, don't give them nothing to react to. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is. People come and go. They come and go. I never... Um, what they say, what they say, what, what Robert De Niro saying, he never get attached to something that you can't t- uh, run out on in 15 seconds or less if if uh, if it ever gets too hot or some shit like that. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I try not to get attached because I know I know people have expiration dates. Everybody has an expiration date. Every shorty does. You might be around for a month, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months. You might be around. But eventually that period of time is going to come to an end. When we no longer talk. And so far, that has been a 100% success rate. 100% success rate. Outside of family and, and, and cousins and shit, any, any, any female that I've ever associated with on a friendship level, relationship level, has had an expiration date. They've came and they went. And I'm used to it. I'm cool. I know it's going to happen. So I don't, be, I don't be too comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I don't be too comfortable. I, uh... I li- but I live it to the fullest because I know, I know you know, rat this out. Eventually, it'll be an end, but at least I can say, like, yeah, you know, gave it my all. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the rat, you know what I'm saying? But, um, sheesh, that's how my new year pretty much started off. <clears throat> I ain't got no little girlfriend or nothing, nothing exclusive or nothing like that. So, you know, that's really the person I was talking to almost on a daily, but... You know, she was trying to be, uh, what's it called, be best friend and stuff. Best friend? We ain't best friends. Like, we ain't best friends. Best friend. Best friends, my ass. I ain't got no best friends. Like, I'm my best friend. Nigga. <laughs> Shit. Anyways, though, anyways. Anyways, I still been, um,. I still been um checking out different podcasts and shit. I was uh doing my photography shit with my man's, you know. Shout out prolific Frenchies, you know what I'm saying? He been he been grinding, you know what I'm saying? Keep on the lookout, big things to come. Um he got, you know, he got he got me doing a lot of the visuals uh for them. Uh, you know, he still he still do his own personal visuals, but uh, I do I do some visuals, you know, he hit me up for, for different uh photography ops and, 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 and video ops and stuff and it's definitely been a, a life changing experience for me. You know what I'm saying? Because uh we 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 be doing things I've never done before. Documentaries, filming this, filming that, um just going out and doing different things. Like, you know, the other day hit me, they was at, you know, Texas Roadhouse, you know, I came and filmed that. Just the whole vibe and energy, you know, them just interacting and whatnot, the whole gang. And, you know, we're going to chop it up, put it out there. That's what we've been doing. You know, make sure you check that out. Hashtag Prolific Frenchies. Prolific Frenchies, however you want to chop that up. It's on YouTube. You know, the documentary is going to be on it. Um, but, uh, you know, he sold, he sold, you know, he sold two puppies. You know, congratulations to Bro. Dollar, you know what I'm saying? It's the OG. Um, sold two. Or, or the owners came and got the two. We got all that filmed up, all on tape, all chopped up. That's going to be on the um, YouTube as well. Um, 
as far as the other ones, you know, it's a lot of dog soul, man. I never knew much about the dog world, like, at all. Like, if you told me a couple months ago how much would a dog be for sale, I would say, I don't know, maybe 100, maybe 50. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know nothing about none. I ain't know nothing about breeding. I didn't know nothing about uh, what 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 mix breed can bring or, or what mixed colors can breed you know can breed a specific type of it's just a you know different different things you learn just being around somebody who, who knows what they know about it it's pretty dope experience you know what i'm saying um still doing my video thing you know shooting music videos and um photo shoots and stuff like that so that that stuff is still um you know in the loops and whatnot you know great clout but um but yeah um, you know, 2021 came out cool, started off cool, you know, it's all Gucci, it's all gravy, let's see, let's see, let's see, this, this dude, uh, Kevin Samuels, I mentioned him a, a few times in the past, I haven't heard, listened to his show recently though, but he, he's still doing his thing out here, um, he really, he really don't like talking to men, like, as far as, like, helping men out, he say he do, but I don't believe that because I've seen different. He don't like helping men out with women, but he say he's like this relationship God. But, um, I mean, if you got something that you've seen, you know, feel free to, to, to pass it on. But just from what I'm seeing, he only likes talking to women. And uh, he breaks them down, man. He breaks them down. He breaks them down. He breaks them down. There's two things he always does on his show that cracks me up. He makes fun of um he makes fun of women for having dogs, one. And he makes fun of women for having PhDs. I get where he's coming from, the concept of it, right? Let me turn this down a little bit. I don't even know if it's loud or not. But you know, we still got that weekend in the background, you know what I'm saying? But listen, so he, uh, said, this might be the vibe. Start listening to the weekend while I do the podcast or listen to music in general. So I don't know. But, um, anyways, yeah. So, Bull, the whole PhD thing is based on women thinking that a man wants them based on the, their knowledge or what they have, right? When in actuality, men were attracted to, to women for other things other than your knowledge and what you have. We're, we're visual creatures. We can't, we can't fuck a PhD. Like, we can't fuck your, your, your PhD, like the paper, the, the certificate. We can't do that. We can't, we can't, we just, that's just how we are. Don't try to understand. If it don't make sense, then don't try to understand it. You're going to go crazy. Because we were simple creatures and we put things in the simplest form. And if you still can't understand things in the simplest form, then that's going to be problematic for you and stressful for you. And I never want someone to stress themselves out. I don't believe in stress. It's real, but I don't believe in it. Always try to find an alternative direction rather than stressing yourself out. But anyways, um, you know, women keep doing what you're doing. Yes, personal Growth and goals and all that stuff is amazing, but we don't want you guys based on that um, because we're going to go get it how we live. We're going to go get our, 
you know, get ours and get if we if we want to go this direction, go that direction. Um, you know, as far as um accomplishments and stuff like that. That's stuff y'all look at us and go aw and Google googly eyes and shit for when we have this and have that. Y'all like when we have things. That's y'all. But us personally, shit, like I said, man, a, a dude will go take a chick from McDonald's and turn her into something. Ain't no chicks out here doing that doing that. And if a chick does do it, she's gonna resent him the whole time and it's not gonna last because she's not really happy, right? A chick who got something going on with herself, messing with a low level dude who works at like McDonald's or something. She's not genuinely gonna be happy. She's gonna be talking shit about him to her friends behind his back. Don't fucking lie. She's gonna be uh super disrespectful to him because she don't respect him as a man. Because he don't got nothing going on for himself. So y'all y'all pat yourselves on the back acting like y'all y'all doing something because I talked to a dude who didn't have nothing. And if you ever notice anytime a woman tries to give herself credit for doing that, it's always like <clears throat> you could read the phoniness on it. Like you you don't sound like you genuinely like the dude or proud of it because it's every time. Every time it's always I used to talk to or I have done. It's never like, oh, I'm still with somebody because you know, I love them, blah, blah, blah. They're never still with these dudes, if you ever notice. They're always a dude from the past that they had to get away from. And I guarantee you they was running full steam ahead. So don't give yourself credit if you talk to a bum-ass dude that you genuinely didn't really like or love. You just was bored. Let's call it what it was. You were bored and you needed somebody to fill your time. You needed a time hoe. And you got your little time hoe for, for that period of time. Y'all do this all the time. I just spoke on expiration dates. Y'all give niggas expiration dates too. This nigga around for this period of time. You think you like him. You think you love him. But, you know, trending, trending, trending. He's a bum ass dude. He's lame. He's a loser. No woman wants a loser. Women want a winner. Even if that means that he, this motherfucker work at Target over a McDonald's, for example. Something like that. It could just be anything. Just a step up. Y'all don't, y'all never just want no low tier level dude. So y'all cut him off, y'all start acting funny, or he cut you off because you acting funny or being a certain way, and you're, he's looking at you like, why the fuck is you acting this way? Don't put your stress and your 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 um your demands on a on a man. Don't I mean, don't do it. You know what I'm saying, babe? I think you should do this and do that because I want you to be. Y'all don't really want no dude to be better. You just want him to be uh not better for himself, but better for you. Because for whatever reason it is, women have these internal internal battles and demons with themselves where they just aren't happy. And I understand it a little bit because that's my job to understand it. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Now, as far as the therapy for it goes and the medicine... You know, I'm not going to prescribe that medicine just yet because we have not made it beyond the breaking point. We haven't broken into why y'all are miserable, right? (sighs) To get to a place of happiness as a woman, right? It's a lot of emotional involvement surrounding it that, that makes you happy and happy and all this stuff you you guys are just it's crazy dog because it's like damn yo y'all be really walking around here depressed and stressed 
and miserable. And it's like, yo, if y'all could be, if if y'all could get happy or be happy just off the simple things the way men are, and I'm not talking about your equivalence to simple. I'm talking about our equivalence to simple because we're super simple. Y'all simple is something still complex and it's temporary happiness. Our simple is super simple, super simple, and it's a long-term happiness. Doesn't take much to make a man happy. And I'm not saying in the sense of please a man, like like women, woman, lady, do this, and you'll have him forever. I'm just saying in the sense of, I'm just saying like in the sense of like, let's see, I want to use something so simple, but I just know y'all going to rip it up. Like a stick of gum. Let's say I want a stick of gum. That would, in my head, if I just get a stick of gum right now, my life will be complete for the rest of the day. Because that's just all I want is a stick of gum. That's it. I got a stick of gum. Good. Women, stick of gum. (laughs) They're not done for the day. (laughs) That's just what she wants right now. (laughs) Give it five more minutes. She's going to now need something else to make her feel complete, something else to make her happy, something else to just fill that little emptiness void inside of her. I'm good for the day. I'm about to actually go home, watch TV, chill, kick my feet up, text it on Facebook and just bullshit for the rest of the day. And and my 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 emotional vibe is not going to go up nor down. It's just going to stay stagnant across the board. But y'all, y'all need things. The emotional board goes down. Okay, we need something to bring it up. All right, brings it up. Oh, went up a little bit too high. Okay, all right. So you're you're you're, you're riding away for a little bit longer, riding for a little bit longer, and then oh oh drops down, wave drops back down. Okay, so it's riding stagnant. Okay, you cool. Then it drops down a little bit more. Oh shit, we need to bring that up a little bit more. It's just a, it's just an ever going wave, just a wave. It's like god damn. I've been in a couple of relationships. Trust me, I know. Um. Shit, forget relationships. Just in general, like I said, I just had a little best friend and shit. Told me everything about everything. Told her everything about everything. You know what I'm saying we just talked about shit just on the daily. You know what I'm saying? You know that wasn't my first, second, or third either. Like that. It's, you know, just just sometimes you just I usually if I'm talking to a person, I'm picking a brain. I'm talking to them. I'm just getting to know them. I'm I'm saying different things to test out the waters, see what I can get away with, you know what I'm saying, see what I can't get away with, just little shits. I might say like some off the wall shit, you know what I'm saying, just to see how how motherfucker respond, you know what I'm saying? I take it's like surveys. You know what I'm saying? Little surveys. You got you got Pepsi and you got cola and you got two white cups. I fill both cups up, with one with Pepsi, one with cola. And both cups don't have any labels or anything on them. You don't know which is which and I put both cups in front of you. And I say, go ahead and drink. Which one do you think is this? Which one do you think is that? Which one do you like better? It was just stuff like that. That's what I do on a mental. I do that on a mental. I don't physically have to do it. I do that on a mental. I just pick brains. I see where somebody else's thought process is. You know what I'm saying? You might say, okay, you might love Pepsi. But since you don't know which is which, you drink the Coke. And you're like, damn, this is good. I love this one. Oh, this is This ain't Pepsi. No, it's not Pepsi. That's actually, that's actually the cola one. So you, you actually really love cola. But for whatever reason, you was telling yourself you love Pepsi for whatever reason. But when you take the labels off, <clears throat> remove the colors, remove the whole the whole shebang, the whole dress up, and you just down to a roux, 
that's when you that's when you get to know somebody. That's when you get to know what do they really like. I could take I could take all kind of jewelry, lay it out beyond you. All type of rings, lay it out beyond you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this ring's cute. This ring's cute. That jewelry's cute. This is that. That's cute. But if I take just the diamond, uncut, raw, not touched, and place just the two two diamonds in front of you or whatever, since what we say they love diamonds, and I say pick which one you like the best. Shit, scratch that. I take a diamond. I take a diamond, uncut, unraw, and touch. And I take a block of cubic zirconia. How about that? Let's do it like that. Because not everybody's professional is in the diamond world. You know what I'm saying? That's why there's a diamond tester. Because you can pass off a, a piece of fucking crystal cubic zirconia as a diamond. If you're not a professional in it. You could fake diamonds are a thing. You know what I'm saying? That's why the, there, there's a diamond tester. You put it up to the to the to the uh, mineral, and it tells you if it's real or not. The things either gonna go off or it's not. But um, yeah. So you place a block of cubic zirconia, and you dress it up the same way you would, you know, a diamond, whatever dust or whatever. You just make it look like that. Some people ain't gonna know which is which. And they might mess around and say, oh, I want this over here. And they're, meanwhile, picking the cubic zirconia. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, when I say sometimes women just don't know what they want. That's what I mean. You you say you want diamonds, but I put a diamond in a, in, in, in cubic zirconia in front of you. You're not even going to know which one. You really, you you know what I'm saying? You, you might fuck around, pick the cubic zirconia. So how can you really know what you want if when it's in front of you, you make... You choose the wrong thing. You you, you 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 understand what I'm saying? So, Pepsi Coke, that philosophy, same thing. You love Pepsi, but when I just pour it into plain white cups, no labels, you might fuck around and say you like Coke. I'm I guarantee you, it happens. I guarantee you, it happens more than more than none, more than none, more than fifty percent of the time. People people in general. People in general don't know what they want. You know what I'm saying? That's why you always got people online posting different statuses and shit about like, uh, are these cute? Would you wear these? I don't know if I should wear these because they want somebody else's opinion on it to see if if their if their liking and taste is, is is up to par or whatever the case may be. Right? People post. I seen some dude swag some Walmart shit and it came out nice. But most people be like, I'm not rocking no Walmart shit because it's Walmart. But then you got people out here who's like, I'll rock anything. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know what you like to to you actually to to to, to you exposed to it to to another option. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what you like to exposed to another option. Most people don't like what they really think they like. You know what I'm saying? You just you just uh, <clears throat> have this mindset that you just know. Based off of uh, majority rules, so if a majority likes this or whatever, you you comfortable because you not you don't have to step outside or be judged or looked at differently for for liking what you like. But um, I mean you know live your best life is what I'm gonna say. You know what I'm That's what you do. Is what y'all do. That's cool with me. If you like it, I love it. Shit. But um, yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Moving forward, I'm definitely gonna listen to some more Kevin Samuels. Um. He full of shit, but um, it's still entertaining. You know, he's a black man. You know, I, I you know I just try to support the black men, whatever. Um, 
Because, you know, we all we got, you know. And, uh, shit, I'm, <laughs> let me see. Let me see his little show. Let me see some of his little topics. Some of his little Kevin Samuel topics and shit, man. Where's his page at? Where's this motherfucker's page at? Here we go. Let's check some videos out. Do women gain value with time? Do women gain value with time? Oh, he's live right now, actually. He live. Let me let me go on his live right now. We're gonna meet the weekend. Do women gain value with time? Let's check them out. And when I'm in Houston, I'm thinking about doing a meetup. Cause there are a lot of there are a lot of people in Houston. A he lot almost of said women. <laughs> he almost said women. He gonna change the people. The prize and the catch application. That's on my website. But everybody that sends me an email talking about, hey, I'm gonna turn him down till he start talking about some other shit. He just advertising some shit right now. But um, do women gain value with time? <sighs> I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah, and I always do things on a percentage base, right? It's not always 100%. It's not always zero. Sometimes it's 65, 70%. I'm going to say a good 65, 70% women gain t- gain value with time. What that means to me is the more we talk, the more value you are, the more valuable you are to me, the more I value you, right? All it takes really for me to know if I really like you or not is six, uh, three months. You be around me for three months, I'll, I'm either going to love you or I'm going to hate you. There's not going to be no in between because if I don't love you, I don't really want you around. I'm 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 a loving person, believe it or not. So I'm talking in general, friend based, whatever. Uh, you know, if I if you're around me, I genuinely love you. I, I have a, I care for you. I got um, uh, something towards you that that I would be crushed if you weren't around anymore. You know what I'm saying? But in the same sense, I still gotta keep um, keep my distance, though. You know, what I'm saying yeah, gotta keep my distance. And ladies, listen, ladies. If there if there if there's something that you ever hear on this show and you're like, yo, why do you do that? <laughs> or if you got an answer for something, you know what I'm saying? Please feel free. Feel free to uh let it be known because I ain't perfect. I don't I don't I don't portray to be perfect. I just got my views and my opinion and, and how I feel. You know what I'm saying? But uh yeah, women gain value with time, man. Yes, they do. I was just talking to my homegirl earlier about uh perf- perfection. You know, any girl I've ever dealt with at one point in time, she was the apple of my eye. She was perfect to me. You know, regardless of flaws and all and all that shit. I don't look if 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 you're with me and I'm with you and, and I've made the ultimate sacrifice to to see you in a better light, you are perfect to me. You don't have any flaws. You can't do no wrong. You know what I'm saying? You don't do any wrong. You're perfect to me. But um I can't see a woman who is not my woman as perfect. Because we have not broken through that barrier to where you are the apple of my eye. You're, you might be pretty, you might be this, you might be that, but you are not the apple of my eye. You're not somebody I wake up to every day um, with knowing that you are with me and I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? I can't see somebody perfect if they're not my bitch. If you are for the streets <laughs> and for whatever reason I like you, that's my dumb ass fault for liking somebody who's for the streets because i know what that's gonna bring that's pain and misery my g that's pain and misery even if she does entertain you for maybe a couple days whatever the streets is gonna eventually call and she gonna answer (laughs) so 
yeah, I could never, I could never do a chick that's for the streets, man. Be with a chick that's for the streets. That's that's a no no. That's a no no. We can be cool, but you can't be my bitch. Like, <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> the was the type of chicks that's gonna have you up all night stressing, fellas. Yes. She sees no wrong. She's damaged. She has problems. She's going to be out late doing her. And don't you dare question her about it. Because the moment you question her about it, she's going to look at you like you boo-boo the fool. Like, what's wrong with you? Who are you to question me? Keep in mind, this is your woman. This is your girl looking at you, talking to you like, who are you to question me? You know what, bitch? I should have never got with you. So, fellas, I'm going to save you for time's sake. If you know she for the streets, don't even entertain her, dog. Don't even don't even go that route. Just keep her keep her at arms arms length. Don't bring her in. Don't don't give her no love, no care, no affection. Right? She'll respect you more that way. The moment you start thinking you need to save her, you need to change her, you need to do this and do that, she's gonna get bored with you, dog. Women who's for the streets love being for the streets. That's what they live by that. They don't wanna be saved, dog. They don't wanna be saved. I'm telling you, they will choose the streets over you eventually. Might not be today, might not be tomorrow. Yeah, Kevin Samuels is on one and I'm putting some weekend back on. He pissing me off. He just having a good time on his show, though. <laughs> he ain't talking about nothing, though. <laughs> Let's put Save Your Eyes on. Save Your Tears, I mean. It's my shit. Video, beautiful. But, um, yeah, that's how we're going to end the show, man. I told you I wasn't even going to try to make it to an hour, but, you know, things happen. Things happen. I'm going to end it right after this this song, End Plan 2, actually. So you in a crowded room. You look so happy when I'm not with you. But then I saw me caught you by surprise. A single tear drop coming from your eyes. I don't know why I run away. My shit. I make you cry when I run away. I'm good to tell you. This dude's hard, man. You could have told me that you fell apart. Like I wasn't there Pretended like you didn't care I don't know why I run away I'll make you cry when I run away It's my shit, dog But yeah, man, he just And he's performing at the Super Bowl Say your tears for another day. Say your tears for another day. It's my shit. I can't wait till the Super Bowl. It's going to be so lit. And I never, I don't think I've ever really seen him perform live until like recently. I never watched a weekend live performance. I only listened to the music. I never wanted to alter my experience with the music. But it actually is amazing. I seen him rehearsing backstage before a show a couple years ago. It was on YouTube. Um, 
the video was recorded a couple years ago, but I watched it a couple days ago. But um, it just sounded amazing. Like, yo, I used to record people as an audio engineer, recording engineer, whatever you want to call it. You know what I'm saying the mix, mix and master music. So when it comes to listening to somebody just sing without a mic and all that, you're just like, yo, man, just imagine if you was in front of a mic recording for me, letting me mix it. And I'm just thinking about, you know, what kind of mix I would do. You know, how I would EQ the layer, uh, the vocals. How I would compress the vocals. You know what I'm saying? Bring that clarity out. Put a little bit of reverb. Make it sound like they're in a, you know, in a long, big room, hallway. You know, that, that echoey sound that you get when you're in the shower and you're singing. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, he uses reverb. His voice is beautiful. Reverb is usually used for singers. It just softens the voice, makes it the real, you know, real soft on the track. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't sound too hard, rough. Because when you listen in the R&B music, you want it to be soft. You want it to be easy on the ears and just flow, you know, just beautiful. I've, I've been able to, I've actually recorded some R&B songs before in the past. And, uh... It's it's, a, it's just a different experience than recording somebody rapping. Somebody rapping, you just lay the vo- the main vocal, you lay the back vocal, the background vocal, then you do the ad libs, you know, one or two layers of ad libs, depending on how they want to do the song, and then you know you get into the verse, and you uh, play, play in your ass a lot. I said I was gonna stop the show after that song, but we about to play one more song, and um, oh shame, you put that on. But yeah, so um, you know, then you go into the hook, and you lay a couple layers of the hook. The most kind of layers, I mean, I used to, you know, record myself too. I would lay three layers for the main vocal of the hook, you know, because you want the chorus to stand out. You want it to sound more full, you know. So I lay three layers of the, of the hook, you know, on this this level, whatever. Then I would do, I would pan one to the left, pan one to the right, keep one center. And I would turn the ones that I pan on the, on the, on the left and right down just a little bit. And then if I wanted to do like another uh, tone or pitch, I would do another three layers with that pitch. And then possibly do another three layers with a different pitch. Kind of how you would do with uh, R&B. You know what I'm saying? Depending on what you're doing. It all depends on what sound you want to bring out on that song. But, um, shit. I listen to music differently. I don't just hear it. For what it is, I listen to how it was made, and I, you know, even with music videos, I'll be watching and stuff and still analyzing. I'm still learning on that stuff, you know. But, um, yeah, man, you know, it's your boy, uh, the dude with no identity. <laughs> Sorry, dog. It's your boy, Great Cloud, man. I'm out here, man. It's been real. Y'all been real. Appreciate y'all, you know, everybody who tune in, listen to this, and support the show, whatever. Um, shit, eventually I'm going to start getting into doing like a vlog or something on YouTube. That way I could just upload it straight to YouTube and I ain't got to worry about moving this and moving that, doing this and doing that. Because that'll be, that'll be pretty dope. But yeah, man, y'all be real. Y'all stay blessed. Y'all be, you know what I'm saying? Just all that good shit. I'll get up with y'all. It's your boy, Great Cloud. I'm out.